Hey, thank you for listening to the podcast today. My name is Carol. Alicia. I'm Trisha. And we're glad you are here today. Yep. We are talking transitions. Everybody hates them. Yes, we do. <laughs> I think you're right. We don't like change. No, uh-uh. we don't like change. And um, Even I've, if you don't like where you are, you don't like change. That's right. Change has always been negative. Yeah, but what? it doesn't have to be. Why no. is that? Why is change negative? I think we just are scared of the yeah. future, oh, maybe. Yeah. Scared of what it happen. is, the unknown, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I, I'm in a like a big period of transition in, in my life. I'm getting ready to have a middle school. Mm. Oh. <laughs> oh, pray for me. Um, <laughs> my goodness, she it's has my DNA. Jump. Oh, my goodness. And she has my DNA. And so like when she says things, I'm like, I so said that when I was this age. Mm. Wow. And I may not have said it out loud because I would have been afraid my mom would kill me. <laughs> but she says it out loud, just right out there in front of God and everybody. I think the scary thing for me about sixth grade, we did that sixth grade transition last year. And leaving elementary school is such a big deal because they, they've been there their whole lives. They're little. And then sixth grade. And I remember being a sixth grader and how I felt. And I felt like a grown up. Yeah. You know, you're still a kid, but... Yeah. There's so many new things when you're in middle school. It's like you're straddling that line between adulthood and childhood and mm. tweens and yeah. all that stuff. Well, you have to make some decisions for yourself. I, I This is maybe not going to make you feel better, but I, I think about this <laughs> right Okay, away. I won't listen. La, yeah, la, 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 la. When I was in sixth grade, I remember the lunchroom, and I remember how mm. stressful it was to find that table to sit yes. with. And I remember there was one girl that um, kind of wanted to sit with our group of people, but sometimes... The girls that were a little more on the leader end of the spectrum didn't want her to sit there. And so they would literally try to hide from her. And I remember I was in that position where I liked her, but I didn't want to be left behind by this group. And I remember struggling almost daily with how to negotiate that. So the issues are bigger and harder and you have to make your own decisions. It is a tough time. And uh, my son is um, in like a middle school transition school. He was last year. Uh And so I went through that transition and it's been hard. I mean, it's been hard on him. Yeah, it is. It's challenging. When you know a transition is coming, how do you prepare for it? Let's talk about that. Mm. What do you think? Because, you know, I'm not talking about just I'm going to have a middle schooler, but I've transitioned into a different job in the last little bit. I've transitioned into being a caregiver for my parents. Mm -hmm. I've had all these transitions in my life. (laughs) You know, I thought transitions usually, um, especially when it comes to your job, you're kind of ready for that. You kind of like this is the next thing, and Usually, and that's yeah. yeah it, or... I've not been prepared for any of these, and I think that's part of the problem is that I'd never thought through the process before. I was like, oh, because you know my parents got sick, and I was the caregiver. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> boom, default. <laughs> yeah, no time to think. Just do. Just do the next thing. Yeah. And so I wonder if there's a way that we could prepare ourselves better for transitions or maybe help our children. I think sometimes talking to other people, talking to women, like at the school transitions, you probably know someone who's been through it before. Mm -hmm. So that's Mm -hmm. what I did with the sixth grade thing. I was like, okay, what are you doing for sixth grade? And there's so many decisions with some of these transitions. Like middle school, it's like, oh, what school are they going to go to and how am I going to get them there? And what do they what courses do they take and am i making the right decisions because if they don't take this right course now and then they don't take the right one later then they're not going to get into college and, and they're going to be on the oprah winfrey show telling yes. about their mom who's ruined right. their life in yeah sixth and grade. you know so it's <laughs> I, I feel I can, tons better i don't know about y'all I feel like. <laughs> but then talking to other people and other moms that had been through it yeah. they're like oh this is what you do or this is really easy or maybe the first week's difficult or you know the first day of sixth grade for my son he went to a new school he used to 
wear uniforms. And then he went to school with no uniforms. But I was like, you're going to get, I'm going to put you dressed up. (laughs) He liked to wear collared shirts because that's what they wore at his old school. And so I put him in a little collared shirt and nice shorts. And he came home and he's like, you know, I was the most dressed up kid at school oh, today. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, okay, okay. we're going to go get you a PlayStation t-shirt and you, you can wear <laughs> some right. regular right. stuff so you can fit in. Yeah. Okay. So we just kind of punted and, and went with the flow. And all of a sudden clothes matter, you know, mm-hmm. in middle school. Oh, yeah. That matters. Well, bodies really change matter. too. Oh, oh I know. And that's it's, so it, hard. There's and then so there's much. that. Yeah. <laughs> that's a podcast yeah. all its own. <laughs> My body seems to be changing as well. Am I in a transition? <laughs> Sadly, yes. yes. Oh, no. Aren't we all? Is it hot in here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know that that uh, old adage: you're either you know coming out of a storm, going into a storm, or in the middle of a storm. That's I think true. that's true with transition. You know, you're yeah. either going out of a transition, you're going into one, or you're right in the middle of one. That's and true. They're hard. And I think something Trisha told me recently was seasons. Like if you're going through a hard time, maybe it's not even a transition, Mm -hmm. but maybe it's just a challenging time in your life. It may just be a season. I like the word season rather than transition better. Yeah, because it denotes the fact that you're not going to be in this forever. There will be a a change, a shift. That's powerful. Talk about that. Yeah. Well, I like knowing that because um, let's say something's difficult in my life. And I've been struggling a little bit relating to my older son. Mm -hmm. And that makes me feel kind of badly. Like I'm thinking, oh, I'm messing up. Or Mm -hmm. God, you know, I've been praying for him. What's going on? But when I realize that it is a season in both his life and my life, and there will be a time when we are going to be, yeah, relating to one another in a different way again and there will be we will come back together will be easier so that makes me feel better to know that there will be shifts yeah i'm not in this forever so what i'm hearing is talking about these transitions with other people is helpful and also realizing there you're not going to be here forever Mm because i think that's one of the lies that the enemy feeds us constantly Mm -hmm. is like today the way it is today is how it's going to be for the rest of your life right it's never going to change it's never going to get better yeah yeah and I think sometimes God puts us through transitions to get us to where he wants us to be. Oh, you're so right. I've been reading this book. I love that. Thank you for reminding me of that because um, this book was saying you may be going through something tough right now, but don't try to escape it because it could be the stepping stone to the next great thing that God has yes. for you. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't get there without that stepping stone. So right. maybe it's a difficult season. Maybe it's a difficult time. Maybe you're in a difficult role right now, but God can use that to bring you to the next place that is amazing. And without that, you couldn't be you there. Couldn't. I think the simplest example of that is I've seen people who've lost a job mm. and devastated that they lost this job yes but they found an amazing job and they would never have left the job that they were in even though they were unhappy yes. and God gave them all these signals that this is not the place for you anymore yes. I'm making you uncomfortable because I want you to leave and they didn't leave and so maybe they they had to get forced to leave but they got something else that fit them perfectly. Can I just be your example of that? Sure. Because I was working in country radio before I I came to WMIT, and um, I was completely happy with country radio. I mean, um, I did a morning show, and and I ended up getting fired from that job. I'd never been fired from a job in my whole life, so of course it was devastating. It's hard on a people person. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, I am the world's worst people pleaser, and you just told me that I, you know, am not good anymore. And so I... I had seven part-time jobs. I was running from one place to the other, just mm. trying to make ends meet. But 
I, I was brave enough to reach out to Jim Kirkland, who's director of radio now, and just shoot him an email and say, hey, you know, if I'd like to submit my air check. And if you ever need anybody on the air, well, they hired me to work, to work part-time. So I was driving from Boone, North Carolina, down to Asheville one time a week to record a week's worth of shows. And I went to him and I said, you know, I'd really like something more permanent. And he said, really? People come here to die. I mean, nobody ever <laughs> leaves here, you know. And and three months later, their production director left and they offered me that position. Mm-hmm. And that was 16 years ago. And uh, so you're right. I never yeah. would. But some of the skills that I learned at that job were skills that I needed to, to work here. Yes. And so that is so true. Um, I think there are situations where God takes you through to get you to prepare you for the next thing. You know, sometimes I go through Bible studies and I and I and I lead Bible studies and and I think, oh, what has God prepared me for? <laughs> I do true. not want to do this. Like, I do not want to be here. I do not want to be going through this right now. Yeah. And it's hard. I think it gets really hard to focus on, okay, I know it's going to get better or God has a plan for me and I know it'll be okay. And even if it's not, we'll, we'll figure it out and get through. Mm-hmm. I think when you're in that, that's the hardest place. Yeah. And that's when sharing with each other yes. helps because, yeah. you know, we were talking a minute ago about how do you help yourself in transitions? And we we're talking about speaking to one another, being open with where you are and what you need, because a friend can say, I've been there with my child going from one school to another. I've been there when I you know, I was fired, too, and then I got a better mm-hmm. position. So right. being open about where you are, being open about what you've come through and being open about what you need, that seems to be a big key to helping me with transitions. And I think it opens you up to the blessing of perspective. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because the blessing of perspective. I, I love it that because um, I have a friend who I can just be going crazy and I will go and talk to her and it's like she just makes everything okay. I mean, she just has this unique perspective mm-hmm. of saying, well, what if God's doing this? Mm-hmm. Well, what if Ooh. God is doing this? Yeah, it can make you think differently about yeah. things. I think the other thing it can do is give you resources. Mm. If you keep all this internalized and you don't share that you're struggling with something, you don't give God the opportunity to speak through someone else to you to give you the answer. Yeah, It, it could be any of these sure. things we're talking about and you share and someone says, yeah, I've been going through that. Or you know what? I know someone that has a job opening. I didn't yeah. know you were oh, looking yeah, for that's work. Right. So true. Yeah. It starts with vulnerability, so transparency, yeah. being being okay to not be okay mm-hmm. because then someone can come alongside you. Yeah. And I think that God created us for that. You know, God didn't create us to be an island. Mm-hmm. He didn't create us to do this thing on our own. And that's really what we, our culture preaches that. You got to pull yourselves up by your bootstraps, and do this thing on your own and be independent and all those things. Now, of course, we want our children to grow up and move out of the house and, <laughs> you know, those kind of things. But we still do need a community and a, and a resource and Somebody to speak truth into our lives. That's so valuable in my life. It's hard sometimes. Mm-hmm. Hard because I don't want to hear, well, do you think God may be doing this? I, I used to have this a mentor of mine, and she would say, you know, I think God's using this to kind of mold you and to make you into who he wants you to be. And I hated that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> be like, I don't want anything else God's going to use. No more molding, please. No, no more mold. <laughs> I am done with the molding. But I think once you're through some of these seasons and you can see the other side, and you can reflect back, it's, it might make the next season easier. And here's one thing I want to challenge us with, too. I think you become a steward of your story. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about stewardship, and everybody automatically wants to think about money. I think we're a steward of our story, of our mm-hmm. struggles that we've mm-hmm. been through, that we then turn around and say, how can I help? How can I 
encourage someone in my community, somebody that God's put in my path to encourage them with what God has done with this transition, this season, yes. this struggle in my own life. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. So what are your thoughts about transitions or seasons? I like the word seasons better, so I might <laughs> change the name of this podcast altogether. <laughs> so what do you think about seasons? Are you going through a season? Is there a way we can pray for you through your season? We'd love to hear from you. You can email me, carol, at 1069thelight.org. I'll share it with our whole team here, and we'll be praying for you. And give us your feedback about transitions and how you deal with them. How do you prepare for them? We would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening today. Hope you have a great day.